Hello moms, this is Holly McLean, the Mommy Answer Lady, and I am so excited. This is my first podcast, and I just want to let you know what my passion is and why I've decided to do these podcasts. My passion is to help you stop struggling. Moms, I see you. I see you in the store struggling. I see you at restaurants. I see you in church. I see you in public parks. And I see you struggling all the time. I know you're overwhelmed. I know you feel like you're at the end of your rope sometimes. And I want to show you what you can do to not be in that position anymore. I want you to know also that I have a big problem with the way the world perceives moms. They kind of have the idea that when you have a baby, you are going to be a struggling person from then on. Struggling is part of your life. Being overwhelmed is part of your life. I have had nine children and I can tell you for sure this is not true. It is unnecessary. Now, it doesn't mean you never will struggle. It means you shouldn't be constantly struggling. It doesn't mean you'll never feel overwhelmed for a moment. But it means you shouldn't continue to feel overwhelmed. Those should be momentary, temporary things that might happen to you, just like they happen to other people in other walks of life. If you are a mom, struggling is not necessary. And I know you're thinking, how can that be? Especially if you have several preschoolers, infants, toddlers, maybe. Or maybe you have some elementary, junior high or high school children who have become a real challenge to you. Maybe you did great when they were little and now you're struggling with what to do at this point. Maybe they have attitude issues or whatever. I want you to know you can have a calm, content, peaceful life. Your children can be patient and can be happy and well-adjusted, even if right now it seems like that's impossible. I want you to know it is possible and that struggling is not necessary. Each of these first few podcasts are going to build upon each other. I'm going to be giving you some thoughts, ideas, and some practical applications in these next few podcasts that will help you get a grip on what you need to do in order to set up a foundation where you will not be any longer struggling. I'm calling this foundation an effective parental mindset. So we're going to start talking about that now. The foundation of how you think as a mom and how you apply those thoughts to your relationship with your children. So the first part of the parental mindset that's really important is that you are in charge. I can't say that enough. You must be in charge. Without this mindset, all the other things you try to accomplish will be in vain. You have to be able to make decisions that are followed in order for those decisions to be effective in their lives, right? And you know what's best for them. You do. You are the mom and you know what's best for them. They do not know what's best for them. They are children. So if there are times when you want to do something that you think is best for your child and you stop yourself from doing it because you're afraid of what their reaction might be, therefore you do something else in order 
to stop that reaction that you think might come, then they are in charge. You are making decisions based upon what your child might do, not on what's best for your child. So you have to be in charge. That's the very first foundational aspect of a good parental and effective parental mindset. The second one is that every decision you make should be in their best interest. So I would call this sacrifice. In order for you to be the most effective mom, you have to be willing to sacrifice. And most of you already are. I don't have to tell you that. I mean, you already know that you sacrifice all the time, right? But I'm, I want you to think about it kind of in a different way, kind of in a more deep way, okay? I want you to think about how you make decisions. Do you make those decisions in their best interest or is there something that is a concern, for instance, that you might lose friends? And so you make a decision that might not be in their best interest because your mind kind of switches for that moment and you're thinking, oh, but this might make my friend mad or this might make my mother mad or this might make my mother-in-law mad or whatever. And therefore you change what you think actually came to your mind as this is what would be best for my child, but you change it because you don't want to sacrifice that. You don't want to sacrifice that friendship or that relationship with somebody else. I want you to change your mindset into that idea that no matter what, part of the sacrifice of being a good mom is to do what's best for them no matter what. And sometimes that means losing a relationship with somebody else. You never try to do that. You don't want to do that. And you strive to not make that happen. But if it's a choice between doing what's best for your child and losing that relationship or that relationship being damaged in some way, you do what's best for your child first. And then you work on the other, the other thing you might need to do. And there are some other things we're going to talk about that, especially in the future when we talk about your relationship with extended family. And don't feel like the sacrifice that you're going to give is kind of a bummer. Don't look at it that way. Think of it as that's part of being a good mom and embrace it and feel good about the fact that that's your first priority is being a good mom. Okay, so the third one is what you allow in moderation, they will do to excess. Now, I'm sure you've probably heard that phrase before, right? But it's really true. You need to think about when you're thinking about your basic parental mindset, your example. So let me give you a few thoughts about that. For instance, if you drink wine at dinner, expect your children to drink alcohol more than that and be around friends who will. If you use bad language when you get angry, expect your children to use bad language in their regular conversation. If you have a tattoo, you might expect your children to have several tattoos. Whatever it is that you do in your life, think about that example and recognize that your children are going to take that and think, oh, this is okay. This thing in my life is okay. And they're going to use it to justify doing things that might be to excess. Set the goals in your life to be those that would be great examples to your children. The next building block of the parental mindset, I would say, is parental maturity. This is a phrase that I use to describe my own parental philosophies. 
Parental Maturity. I have taught a class to junior high and high school students that is about dating. And one of the definitions that I want them to know is what the word maturity means. So I made this definition that I wanted them to have in their mind. Maturity is the knowledge of how your current words and actions will affect your distant future and acting on that knowledge in a responsible way. So as a parent, if you are doing mature parenting, you are thinking that your words and actions toward your child are going to affect that child's distant future and you act on that knowledge in a responsible way. So I want to use a scenario of how to explain parental maturity in a way that might be easy for you to understand real quick. If you have a cute little Labrador puppy who's jumping up on your legs and wanting your attention, it's really exciting and fun, right? To reach down and to love on it. They're just so cute. But thinking of the future, is that a good idea? Do you want that puppy to be jumping up on people when it's grown? No, of course you don't. Wouldn't it be better to train that puppy to not jump up on people now while it's little before it becomes a 75-pound ball of energy knocking people over as they walk in your door, right? So it's that mindset of thinking of the future. Yes, it might be easy now. It might be fun now. But is that the way you want your puppy to act? Is that the way you want your child to act? Yes or no? You have to think about that. So that's the parental mindset of parental maturity. What am I doing now and how is that going to affect my child's distant future? Then the next one is to build a relationship of trust. You have to have a mindset of establishing trust between you and your child from infancy through adulthood. Okay, constantly working on that, making sure that you don't break that bond of trust. One way you can be sure that you don't break that bond of trust is by making sure you don't make promises. Promises should be rarely given and always kept. So for instance, you might not say to your child, I promise we're going to go to the pizza place tonight. You don't do that. You say, my plan is that we're going to go to the pizza place tonight. Your children need to understand that plans can change sometimes. So if something comes up and you have to change those plans, you haven't broken a promise. So don't make promises, make plans. And help them to understand that they have to be flexible in their life and sometimes things change. That's just one little aspect of not breaking the bond of trust between you and your child. Another part of that would be when you say something, that is what happens. For instance, if you give a consequence, you say, if you do this, this is going to be your consequence, then you follow through. They need to trust you, even if they don't like what that's going to be. They might not like what the outcome is going to be, but it's what you said is going to happen. So it needs to happen because they need to trust your word. They need to know what you say matters. And that whenever they hear something from you, they know you believe it to be true and that you are going to follow through on it. And that's part of the bond of trust. 
So we've talked about the parental mindset. There are five aspects to the parental mindset that I would like you to consider. One, you are in charge. Absolutely foundational. You are in charge. Two, every decision you make should be in their best interest. So sacrifice. Three, what you allow in moderation, they will do to excess. Four, have a mind for parental maturity. And five, build a relationship of trust. So I'm going to end this podcast now, but I want you all to remember these podcasts are going to build upon each other. There are going to be practical applications that will help you stop struggling and be the mom you want to be. So I hope you'll take the time to listen to the next podcast. It's called Be the Mom, How to Take Charge. It's really going to give you some practical ways to stop that fussing and that crying that's going on with some of your small children. And it will give you a lot of relief if you will take it and really use it in your life, in the life of your children. I want to thank you so much for joining me on my first podcast. I want to let you know you can contact me by email. My email address is mommyanswerlady at outlook.com. You can also find me on Facebook. I have a Facebook page called The Mommy Answer Lady and also another one called Mentor for Moms. Mentor, the number four, moms. And so you can contact me by message that way. Thanks again and remember, moms, you can do this. 